Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 208th episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. Calling in from England. England. Stolen, Birmingham, England. Stolen the proper mic, though. Ooh, just, sounded so have, good across the water. I just don't have a... Yeah, I don't, there's no lag. Like, you know, I felt like we might be talking over each other when we were doing this because there's that little bit of delay with international calls and whatnot, but that's not here. All right, is there still delays uh, with international calls nowadays? There is, I guess, with the regular phone calls, because I was just talking to my dad the other day who was in Ghana. I think he's, what day is today? Sunday? He's back home yeah. now. Okay. Um, he, uh, I talked to him on the phone uh, about a week or so ago, and uh-huh. there was definitely a delay when I was talking to him, and we were talking over each other a little bit, but with internet calling, I guess there's like nothing. Maybe. You, you can't you can't game internationally because there's like, you know, a couple hundred milliseconds ping, and that's just... That's right. just enough it, to notice, like, input lag or whatever, you know? But maybe Well, that's enough for enough. me to win a uh, a game of uh, Fortnite on mobile in China <laughs> on Korean servers. Dude, weren't you just, like, was it really Caribbean servers? I, yeah, it was definitely on Korean servers, yeah. Because uh, everyone's Korean. name was in, oh. wasn't, oh, you guys like Caribbean? I thought you said Caribbean. I was like, oh, yeah. I, no, I, I it was, uh. servers out there for yeah, Fortnite, right. that is. Um, so, so tell me about the, uh, the trip out. Tell me how all that went. Yeah, nothing, nothing extraordinary to tell you about uh, what we've done so far because it hasn't been much. But, but uh, no, no pre-check because we flew Aer Lingus and Aer Lingus is not a pre-check um, airline. Gotcha. So we had to we had to go through the regular line with, with the regular the people. Oh God! Let me tell you, how does it feel? It, you, you know how rich people, how you see like rich people being portrayed in movies and they have this yeah. sense of entitlement. That's how you feel when you go through the regular line. <laughs> <laughs> Just privilege. Yeah. You're just walking by with uh you know, with your shoes on. Yeah. Don't now did you like, guys did you guys do like long term parking? No, no, my mom my mom dropped us off. Gotcha. That long term parking would have been expensive. How much is long term parking? At the airport, I think it's eleven bucks a day. And then there's Ooh. there are like external lots that you can use that are a little bit cheaper, but yeah. Not by much. I mean like Just park your car in Philly in a back alley for a month. No one's gonna notice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah I, I left my car at my parents' house, and I just parked it. Um, or my mom dropped us off. So gotcha. The um, we were a little, we were running a little bit late. Um, of course, I had to go to, I had to do a couple of quick errands that ended up taking longer than they were supposed to take because they what errands? closed a, ra- a, a a lane on the road. Uh, so I needed to go to Walmart to just do a quick return. Um, and then I needed to go to Kohl's to pick up um some some like uh workout shorts that I had purchased like on black friday or something like that it took a long time for these damn or no i said shorts actually workout shirt it took a long time for that to get there though and so i just wanted to quickly pick that up but because that lane was closed it ended up taking like what should have been a 15 minute trip out the house took like 45 minutes um Uh, okay and then i I still got back like i I wasn't running late so so much it was just kind of the whole it wasn't just me i guess it was everyone and so by the time we got to the airport through security and everything, we got to our gate at like 5.20. And while the flight wasn't supposed to leave five, uh, until 5.55, our ticket says gate closes 5.05, which I was like, that's that's a long time. I thought 
I thought they usually say boarding starts 45 minutes early for international flights, not gate closes 45 minutes yeah, early. Yeah, that's crazy. Regardless, they weren't even boarding yet. They, they, the plane was there. They just weren't boarding yet. Um, we left, like, by the time we took off, it was probably, like, 15 to 20 minutes late, something like that. Um, in fact, I could probably just quickly look at the Slack conversation, because I did message you as we were getting yeah. to the sky. Yeah, because you were texting me, and you're like, dude, I still have service. And I go, are you paying for this? <laughs> I should not have en- I should not have engaged with you, because I was like, "Am I? are you getting charged for all this? I was not getting charged for it. Yeah. Um, oh, because of the time change. I was like, that's not right. Yeah, so... Uh, it was definitely a little late. It was six thirty. Six thirty six was the thing. It was the last message I got off to you. Gotcha. But yeah, we were we were literally taking off at that time. Um. Yes. Yes. I had not quite put my phone into airplane mode. My bad. Um, ah. What are you gonna do? But so, I watched uh, Sicario. Sicario two. Now. Wait. Wait. I, you watched Sicario and Sicario two? No. 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 Just Sicario two. Okay. Um. I brought my my xbox headset because i was going to initially just bring that instead of my yeti for the podcast uh-huh. yeah but because i had already packed into my bag i was like well i don't need to go back and grab my other over-the-ear headphones it's not like those are any better in fact they're probably a little worse mm-hmm. so i just took those and man that movie sounded really good through those headphones right i Ooh. was like wow especially those gunfights dude i turned the volume up i was cranking it yeah um, and that's I, a that's a good movie for some of those uh some gunfights too yeah and you know when you're watching that little like like nine inch screen on the back of a headrest this having having proper sound really does enhance the experience it's definitely better than yeah like the uh the regular headphones that they would hand you in the yeah. little plastic bag yeah the little earbuds with no muff oh god that, how how can that be comfortable on any level i don't know um lena's mom's um screen wasn't working but fortunately lena had got her mom an ipad for Christmas, and she okay. loaded it up with a few TV shows, so she was watching a bit of Black Mirror and some other stuff on her on her Ooh. iPad. That's that's real dark to be watching on a plane. Yeah, there was so when we when we landed, the the girl that was sitting behind us, so she was sitting on the aisle across from us because we we the way Lane and I had done this was the way that you and I did Brazil, book the two end seats and yeah. hopefully we books the seat in the middle, and if somebody yeah. books the seat in the middle, then we just swap. Just scooch. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll take the middle then, and they can they'll be happy with their pick. Um. Well, somebody picked the metal seat in our row, and Lena's mom was the row opposite of us, just to the just to our right, and she had a free middle seat, and um, so I was sitting in the middle of my seat, and the girl who was behind me, she saw Lena's mom's uh, iPad and saw that she was watching Black Mirror. She's like, "I'm sorry, like to be nosy, uh, but I saw you watching Black Mirror earlier, and I just want to say, like, well, the first couple episodes are a little iffy or like a little weird. Definitely stick with it; it's really good." I think I mean, that's like, something along the lines of what she said, and yeah. I think it was the 15 million credits episode that they that my mom that her mom thought was a little weird. Yeah, but um, I watched. I would have been like, "Thank you for your unsolicited <laughs> feedback." Exactly. Why you? If you why don't mind returning my back to you. exactly. No, but I, why are you looking at my? Sh- why are you looking at my screen? It's 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 well it's well known that everyone's going to be able to see your screen, or somebody's going to be able to see your screen if you yeah. sit in the aisle. Now we don't we don't suggest watching pornography on not. an airplane. Um. Now, whether or not I want somebody to acknowledge that that fact is another question. It's, it's right. similar to like how you'll be having a conversation in public. Of course, people can hear you. You know, when you're sitting at a restaurant, of course, people can hear you. That doesn't necessarily mean I want you to chime me out of my conversation. Right. Um, in that case, in this instance, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But um, 
they like a whole bunch of them started having conversations about about Black Mirror, like other groups oh, who weren't flying no. with this girl. <laughs> oh no! And we were we were. It took a while for them to open up the doors for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we were in the air, right? So I finished watching Sicario. I was about to watch another movie, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" Um, I was. I, I told you before. I was reading the Harry Potter books, right? And yeah. the furthest I had previously gotten was I uh, was read Order of the Phoenix, which is the fifth book out of seven. And I was reading them with um, Kindle Unlimited. And what I realized is I had already paid for like four to five months of this thing. Had I just bought the books outright, which would have been like $50, it would have been cheaper for me. So I was still like, well, if I just cancel it, because I own the sixth book, I own the sixth book, like the physical copy of it still. So I just had never read it. Um, it would just be cheaper if I bought the seventh book. So I had canceled that Kindle Unlimited. Naturally, I forgot the book at home. So I had to buy the oh. digital version of it anyway. But oh, I had to finish the book because my Kindle Unlimited subscription expired during that flight or like at the end of the flight or whatever, that trip. So I just spent the next like three hours reading that book. And I had like 170 pages left. So by the time we landed in Ireland, I think I had like 20 pages left. Um, okay. But when I synced, when I synced my, my phone with the, uh, the Wi-Fi there, it caused the subscription to die. Thankfully, Wait, I still have- What do you mean it caused a subscription to die? Yeah, well, because my subscription was like, you know, it, it had passed midnight. <laughs> so the oh. subscription ended. So I was like, oh, we, per your request, we've removed the book from your library because you, you, you canceled your, your uh, subscription. But I still had it on my tablet, so I finished the book out of there because I just okay. didn't sync that with the internet yet. Um, what did you think? Good. It was. It was. It was good. Um, I remember not liking it when I was a kid, or at least like skimming through certain parts because it just didn't capture me very much. I yeah. think the problem is just because Harry's kind of whiny, and the very much for him so being like that though is just because he's a teenager, and I mean, understandably so. Some some real shit just went down. You know, Voldemort came back. And Dumbledore spends the entire year just ignoring him and nobody tells him anything. So when you get to the end of the book and, and, and Dumbledore's like, yeah, it's my fault. Like I, I, I can't remember the exact line, but it was something like, put it on me. What's that? Just put it on me. <laughs> it's, something, it's something like when you get to my age, you, like old, old people forget what it's like basically to be kids. Like we forget what it feels like or how we thought as children. Um, and and you try to make decisions that are based on what you think is best for that kid, but you forget that that kid has agency of their own. They have feelings and thoughts, and and Harry was hurt through that that entire book. So, had Dumbledore told him what he suspected Voldemort's initial plan was, he never would have gone to the the, the Department of of, uh, uh, of Mysteries at the. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, good book. Um, I'm I'm starting the sixth one now which I've never read before. So this is the first time I'm actually going into these books relatively blind. You know, I know, I know the major themes that happen, you know, Dumbledore's death. I know, uh, Snape, Snape dying in the seventh book and stuff. Cause I saw the movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. Spoiler alert. Dude, these, this, these are books, <laughs> this book is like 10 years old. I don't, I'm not giving a spoiler alert for this. Spoiler alert. Oh my goodness. Them, but these are the things that I know. I remember, I remember uh, the night the the last book came out, right? Right. What's the last book called? Deathly Hallows. Deathly Hallows. And 
we were at the borders or something on 202. Yeah. Uh, back home. This is like midnight. The midnight Midnight. Release. The midnight release. Uh, I went with our, our friend Mary. Do you remember Mary? Yep. Uh, she came along. I don't know if she was getting the book, but I know that she was coming along. And when we got our books, there was still a long line behind us. And then she decided to be a little, uh, a little saucy. And what she ended up doing was she pretended to flip to the last page of the book and start reading. And people started screaming at her. Yeah. I mean, for good reason. For good reason. You're right. That's sort of like, uh, like if you didn't know what Avengers Infinity War was going to be about. Yeah, yeah. Wait, was she reading it out loud? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Oh, I'd be furious. Right? Uh, I mean, for good reason, too. You only waited, what, a year? A year for the book? That's the thing about books. It's crazy. You because you wait longer than that. I mean, I think I think the the delay between the sixth and seventh was a bit shorter. I think it was two to three years, but still, like if you are a fan of the series since book one, I mean, it's gonna it's certainly not as bad as a Song of Ice and Fire. People have been fans of that for like thirty years. Um, maybe not thirty. It's like maybe 20, not thirty. Right? But but still, is, is it twenty? I think it's like twenty. I I want to say the first book came out in like the nineties, and I mean we're at the end of the twenty twenty tens. All right. All right. How long um, do you think it's been? Maybe like fifteen years. I don't know. Maybe twenty sounds right now. Now that you say it out loud. For first book published, nineteen ninety six. Ooh. Yeah. Twenty years. Yeah. Wow. Twenty two years since the first one came out. Wow. Only, so he's only he's only written five of the of the books in. You know we're never years. getting the last few right. Yeah, never. You know we're never getting it. I mean, he writes it's a lot of other stuff. Yeah, why? I, why? I, I feel like with the amount of characters that he has to write into that story, you end up having a lot of confounding things, a lot of confounding issues. And yeah. so it's kind of make like an ironclad story. It can be very difficult. And also to properly give backstories to some of these characters that he wants to give. I feel like he runs into a lot of like walls and it's like, shoot, I got to delete a whole bunch of other stuff or I got to add a whole bunch of other stuff about this person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't imagine that's an easy thing to do. But... Oh, no. I mean, especially the world that he's created. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I didn't even tell you about the, the, the crazy thing that happened on this flight. So I yeah. put, I put the movies all, uh, I put the movies away. I started reading. I probably got like fifty pages in, not even fifty pages. Lena had fallen asleep. Um, her mom stayed awake. Her was was awake and like half the plane's asleep. Like shut the shut all the lights off and everything. I like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, I hear like screaming. What? Yeah, I hear screaming. So like I have so I have my headphones in and I'm just like listening to like light music in the background. So I take the headphones off and I hear this woman just like screaming like 10 15 rows in front of me. Um I'd say about 10 rows in front of me. And I like the first thought that's going through my head like I'm like what's going on? And oh, I, no. at first I thought of her saying something like get off of me or something. So I was like is somebody like touching her that's not her husband, you know? Right. I, I don't know. I didn't know I didn't know what was going on. Um and then I start it, things become a little clearer. They all of a sudden the lights just like turn on. Two flight attendants are like literally sprinting up the aisles to find out what's going on. And a bunch of the people around her and around me are waking up and like looking up, trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And she starts like screaming. You hear her screaming, like, Mom, Mom, wake up. And Lane is knocked out. Does not she she never wakes up throughout this throughout this entire ordeal. Yeah. And so we're just like staring and I don't know, like during this 
during this, like people like kind of like smile, like, oh, what's going on? Can you tell what's going on? Like, it's not, it's not really a funny thing. It sounds like this woman, this woman, this woman's mother is dying. Like, I don't think she'd be reacting the way that she is if, if she's just like, you know, throwing up or whatever. Um, I never really did completely find out what happened, but the woman was okay. I will say that they, they brought an oxygen tank up to her. Uh, one of the flight attendants get, gets on the mic on the, and she's like, is there a medical professional on board? We need you to come forward to this row. What? They can't even say doctor no more. Yeah. I guess I, I don't think they, I don't, I think they would take anything. I think they would right. take an EMT, a nurse, a doctor. Right. Um, I, I think it's part of, you, do you remember like the CPR training back in the day mm-hmm. in middle school or high school? The first step is like, you know, before you even do anything, call 911 if you find someone unresponsive. I think it's basically the equivalent to that. Before you even figure out and do do the stuff that you're trained to do, you you get someone who's more qualified than you and and make and like get them up here um, while you do the initial steps. So nobody came up. At least I don't think anybody came up. And they brought everyone's like, I I do not want any part of this. I'm I'm at the good part of Sicario too. I think it was a I think it was a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where there was a doctor on a plane, and I think Larry was next to the guy, and somebody passed out, and Larry was like aren't you going to do something like you're yeah. a doctor and he just didn't want to be bothered to do that. Yeah. Um, the woman ended up, she was okay. They, they brought an oxygen tank up to her, but I'm like looking at the map. I'm like, where's the closest airport that we can get her to? Cause we're right over the Atlantic at this point. We're, um, we're probably, I think we were like two ish hours away from, from, um, uh, Dublin, which was our layover point. But I'm looking at the map and I'm like, Iceland might be a little bit closer, but I'm not sure where, like, if there's a proper airport that would be able mm-hmm. to land at uh, in Iceland. But we never stopped. They shut the lights back off eventually. And when we got off the plane, she was actually in front of us as we were walking. She was in a wheelchair, and the guy who was t- was walking um, was, like, super nice, like, talking to her and stuff. And he was asking how the flight was. She, she's like, it was pretty good. But she's like, I don't know what happened. It's never happened to me before. But, like, I started feeling like, super lightheaded. And we kind of passed her at that point. We were um, We were trying to make our next flight. But she was all right, which was really good. Yeah. Um, next flight was really uneventful. Just about. I mean, comparatively. Hour. Yeah, it was. It was about an hour just from Ireland to uh, Birmingham. Got picked up by her dad, um, and uh, we've just been hanging out here. It's been good so far. Yet we. De- so I didn't because I was reading the books. I didn't sleep like at all on those plane rides. The only sleep I may have gotten was about two minutes as we were taxiing on the runway after we landed in Birmingham. And yeah. Otherwise, that was it. So, yesterday I was exhausted all day. Like, I, you know, you know those times in high school where you just like you're in class and your eyes just start closing and you can't help it. That oh, you mean like you mean like most days? <laughs> that was me all day yesterday. I'm like sitting in the car, pass out, um, like walking around doing stuff, like out and like waiting for food at a restaurant. I'm standing up, close my eyes. Yeah, just sitting there. I don't know if I fall asleep while while I'm standing, but it feels better to close my eyes. Um, I get it, man. I totally get it. And so I'm sitting on the couch last night at like, because Lane and I were trying to stay up till till about eight. That way, we just like get onto the proper sleep schedule here. You know, break the jet lag. And Lane passed out like at six on the couch, and so I'm sitting there, and I, I have my laptop. I'm doing some work on my on my computer, and. I all of a sudden fall asleep with my with my laptop in my lap and my feet just kind of like stretch out on the ottoman and I yeah. was probably asleep for like 20 minutes or so and how good did it feel <laughs> it felt good but I'm just like sitting there with my computer on my lap like very unsecure 
yeah um, her dad comes in he's like all right you definitely got to go to bed i was like no no no, no. hold on I, yeah I just, I just i just realized i just realized something that's wrong let me fix this and i'm gonna go to bed yeah and i ended up staying up for like another two and a half two and a half maybe three hours wow i ended up going to bed like at 9 30 it was just you know it's like one of those moments where you're tired you you push through that like sleepy phase and like the sleepiness just kind of goes away so by the time i was heading up i just wasn't really that sleepy by the time i laid down i was out but when I was heading up, I, I could have stayed up for a bit longer. But yeah. Okay. That's, that's been it. Now now you 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 have some really interesting news to tell me. Um you've been playing Battlefield Five and I want to hear about it. Um well for before before I do that. Okay. Before I do that. What did you think of Sicario two? Oh, I, I liked it. I definitely don't like it as much as the first one. Right. Um, Is it because when we saw the first one, like it was so new and like we didn't know what to expect, but with Sicario 2, because you know the world that we're talking about, that it didn't live up to that kind of expectation. Yeah, I think I think that very much has a lot to do with it. I mean, you're you're you are basically like Emily, Emily Blunt in Sicario One is basically an avatar for the viewer. Yep. You think that she knows what she's doing. You think that you're able to follow along with, or that she's following along. She's trying to break this mystery and figure out what's going on, and it turns out that throughout the entire movie she's just as clueless as you are and she never fully she never fully gets it like she never she's not like the hero of the movie um so yeah i i think i think that had a lot to do with it uh the second one i will say like i don't like is this is this too early for spoilers like sh- should we should we bother saying no stuff? all right well like you, you mean no? As in, go ahead and talk about the spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Right, so go ahead. Spoiler alert: If you do not want to see, if you do not want to hear spoilers, and you're gonna see Sicario too, when he gets shot, when um, Benicio del Toro gets shot, I'm like, oh wow, I wasn't expecting that, you know? Yeah. And it, but like for him to for him for him to have just been shot in the cheek, I don't know. I was like, oh, why 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 are we doing this? I don't what do you mean? mean? I don't. I don't like. I don't like fake out deaths in movies. Oh, uh, okay. You know, like if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna kill somebody, kill, kill them. Like, don't, don't try to like, don't try to like play with my emotions and be like, oh, it's okay. They're they're really alive. Like they they weren't really they weren't really killed or they're not really injured like that. You know. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was really brutal though. The way when they got him though. Oh, and that was the other thing about the plane. You know how these movies on planes they're they're not like completely censored. So you're you're watching like a radar movie and there'll be plenty of stuff, like plenty of all the language will be there, but a lot of the gore was actually removed. You can kind of see what parts were cut. And I actually I actually had to rewind it a second when he tells the one guy, like the guy who's supposed to kill Benicio del Toro at the beginning, when he when he refuses to kill him mm-hmm. and the uh the, the 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 mafia dude shoots that guy. There's like a bit of like a cut, and so it. I think they removed like the blood or whatever that might have been coming out of that guy as he was going down. So yeah, he shoots, and like there's a quick jump to his body, just kind of falling over. And I was like, wait, who got shot? I couldn't tell. Like that's that's kind of why I had to rewind it. I couldn't tell who was shot. I see. Okay. And even when they shot him, I thought it was a sniper <laughs> because this because the camera like did a quick cut when the when the gun was shot. So I was yeah. like, wait, is he dead? Did is a uh, is uh what's his name forget i'm forgetting the cia guy's name oh um his real, his real life character his real life name uh, uh thanos right yeah thanos 
Brolin, Josh Brolin. Yes, Josh Brolin. Yeah. So I, I was like, oh, they they're 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 rescuing him because I couldn't tell that he that it was just a pistol that shot him by the kid. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Um. I, for the most part, I definitely enjoy the movie. Great. Yeah. I, I was really happy that I had finally seen it. Yeah. The the funny thing about this is Carolyn, when we were um walking after we'd seen you at the second point during the marathon, we were walking mm-hmm. back to um catch the uh the, the train to meet you at the end and she was saying how excited you were about that movie how how like hyped you were and you just wouldn't stop talking about the movie and when you finally watched it you were like yeah it's okay i guess yeah cool because <laughs> it was one of those movies like i wanted to see in theaters yeah uh but i just never got a chance to and the one day that i did for some reason i decided just not to do it and she goes why didn't you just go see it you had all the time in the world to go see it and i go yeah you're right i should have but uh you rented it i rented it and it was worth it and i'm happy yeah it just wasn't as good as the first one and i think that's why i enjoyed the movie more than i thought or more than i would have had i seen it when it was in theaters i was probably going to go into it with the expectations of sicario one and mm, when okay. you when you said it was okay or was good it just wasn't as good as the first one i went into it with lower expectations and i enjoyed it there you go okay yeah. makes sense makes sense so, so thanks for taking that hit for me yeah no worries no worries it's like how you hate watched all of the Marvel oh, stuff God. on Netflix, yeah, so I never had to. <laughs> oh God! Thanks for stepping on that grenade. <laughs> uh, so speaking of grenade, Battlefield Five. So you got the game what a week before you flew out? Yeah. And yeah. so then uh, we only had like what like two sessions to play together. I think so. Yeah. And we had, I had fun. I think we had, we always have fun playing it, right? It's like one of those like. It's the most nostalgic way for you and I to play video games together. Like some shooter, yeah. uh, battle, cause we did what? We did Battlefield 4 together. No, uh, not 4. I, I never got 4. We did 3 together. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Battlefield 3. What was 4? I, I, or was Battlefield was 4 just Battlefield 1? 4 is the one where you like, we're talking, yeah, 1. Yeah, cause it went from, it went from Battlefield 3 to Battlefield 1 to Battlefield 5. It went from 3 to 4. Three to four to hardline to one to five. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so because we neither of us played hardline. Yes. Um, I thought we did play Battlefield Four via you, the modern one. It. No, you got it. You because you had that clip of that of you like rocketing that helicopter. Oh yeah. Flag I, also, flag. I also I also sh- I did that in front of you guys, right? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, Lane was taking a nap. We were at yeah. the place. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just remember turning around like you see this. Um. But uh, you and I played a lot of Battlefield 1 together. Yeah. A lot. Great game. Great game. And so you and I decided to get it uh, around the Black Friday sales. Yeah. And we had fun. And um, it had been a while since we had game together. I remember the first time when we joined up on the party, you're like, this is new. It's been, it had been over a month since we had been over a month. Right. Yeah. Because I got, because I had gotten the uh, Fortnite, um, uh, what's it called? the save the world yep and you get a daily login bonus so i can like see how long it's been since i got the game because i haven't missed a bonus yet i think it's been like 40 some days now and i know that we hadn't played fortnite on the xbox ever since then i think that was literally the day that i got it was the last time we played so it's been 40 some days since we'd played together yeah and i was playing red dead redemption 2 and i actually for a second there i was thinking like you know what i might not want to 
to play Battlefield 5. I'm like really into Red Dead right now. It's like one of those games where I can just sort of like, I just have like, you know, either a, a video on or a podcast on. I'm just sort of like, you know, just like, you know, just uh, living in the world as it were. Yeah. Um, I played a little bit online. Haven't really gotten into online without like you or Rob uh, to to ride with. But when we put it in Battlefield Five, it just felt like we were home. The mechanics are usually the same. We still had to like Maybe learn like a couple. I mean, I feel like we had to like pick up on like how to like do certain things. Um, because I feel like that was still like a little bit much for us to pick up. We we're like, you know, what do we do this for this or that or what, what have you? Um, but I like it. I like it. I have been playing since you've been gone. Um, I have not played Red Dead Redemption Two since you left. Uh. I think it's one of those things where, like, with Red Dead, there's so many things I want to do in the game. There's so many collectibles I want to do. There's so many side quests I want to do. And these collectibles are, like, because you're all over the map and it's not as easy as GTA V where you could, like, fly around. You could drive really quickly around. Like, this one's like, no, you have to deliberately run or ride a horse. Like, it's not easy, right? Um, it's just time consuming. So I was like, you know what? What's great about Battlefield is I can sink, like, maybe just 20, 30 minutes. It's a match and we're out. Um, I've gotten so many achievements, uh, already. I've gotten the one where you like, you get 10 kills with a pistol in a round. I've played, yeah, yeah. Cause I unlocked the Luger. So it was the pistol right after the M1911. Yeah. It just fires insanely fast. I was playing on that one map that we never do well on, Eris, the one with the church, right? Okay. I started that game 9 and 0 only with pistol kills. <laughs> um, and, the game is really good. I've called in four or five V2 rockets. Oh, wow. Yeah. You just, you just end up, I just get lucky with a squad. Like, I'm either joining a squad and I try and take squad leader from them, or, uh, I basically open up my squad and people join randomly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of games where, like, no one's in my squad and I was like, I'm looking and everyone's squad's like auto locked somehow, uh, which is disappointing. But I've called in a lot. I've called in of the five V2 rockets I've called in. I've only injured one person because really? by the time I call it in, there's only yeah. like less than 50 tickets left. And mm. it's just hard to be on a flag where there's people still like on top of it. So the Battlefield right. subreddit will show like people getting a thousand points because they killed like nine people with it. Um, but I guess that's just uh, up to that one. Yeah, right. It's just one of those things um, where. It's it's a lot of fun. I've gotten decently well, decently good with uh with the weapons I'm using. So like the the KE7 for the support is still my favorite gun. I'm like level eight or nine with it now. Um, the M9 uh the uh, M1A1 carbine is like god tier in my hands because I can just fire the bullets so quickly. Um, and the MP40 for the medic is really good. I've so I did all so this week. Uh, was the, uh, the Tides of War thing, right? Week one. I've basically done all of the challenges for that already, and I'm waiting for week two to kick off so I can unlock the next few things. Yeah. Um, it's fun. I won't lie to you. Like, I don't, I don't get down with all of the arguments that are happening online right now. Like, oh, it's not, you know, historically accurate. There weren't women back then. It's like, I'm not, I don't care about that. Yeah. You also can't tell. If somebody's female or male, and if you're really going to get upset about the fact that they put women in a World War II game, like, I think there are, you have to re-examine your life. 
Because if yeah, you're gonna yeah. get on a if you're gonna get on a message board and be like, oh, like you know, they're they're making it so that black people can be in the German army. How dare you? Or like, we're all the Americans. How dare you? It's like if you think the Americans won World War Two, you really need to go back and read a history book. And this isn't anything against Americans. It's just the way that that war got won. Like you guys came in late. You guys fought on like specific theaters. Like there should be more Russians, if anything. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. It, if you want to make an argument, you should be like, why aren't there more Russians where you can play as Russians? And just because you're playing as a Russian doesn't mean like, oh, you're pro Trump. You know, like all like the crazy, stupid arguments that would happen nowadays. Um, the one thing that people don't like that I could get down with is uh, they think the game is a little too colorful. I which was is that too. Yeah. I think the, it's almost like the, the bloom got, uh, got, just uh amped up a lot in this game everything just seems like a little bit too hdr-ish yeah um which is not bad because i remember we had the same comment about bf1 like battlefield one we kept saying like oh man it's only mud anywhere you go is always mud right Right. um and then like the when we played in like that one dlc map that uh that was in the town with the with the flowers the red flowers or whatever so, oh this game this map looks really nice um i think people just forget like you know we came from a a game where it was all muddy fields yeah and now that we get a little bit of color it's not the worst thing in the world um i think yeah once you get back you'll sort of i think the one thing that they don't do well is like you know there's armory stuff that you have to go and claim when you unlock, so it's not like an auto unlock. Uh, you got to go and get assignments, and that's that can be a little annoying. Um, it's just like they, they sort of like hid a lot of things in 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 places, not hid, but like it's not as intuitive as it used to be, or what it felt like it was. So I'm sp- I feel like I'm spending a lot of time like making sure that my weapons are right, or like when you and I were playing, I kept trying to build those health things so people would try and take it, but nobody was taking it. Then I realized it wasn't even that in the begin with. Like yeah. the medical, it's like the medic craze that you have to drop down as a medic over the bandages or the ammo crates and all that stuff. And maybe it's because we came in late or we just weren't like reading it or, or seeing it in a particular way. But uh, it's it's a fun game and I'm excited for you uh, to get back so we can we can write again. So you can tell me all the things that I need to that I need to know about the game. Yeah, right. It's interesting to how many things there are in these types of games that they are just won't tell you. And I guess I understand that. Um. You know, now I back in the day when we were when we were like little, right? When when you would get like an NES game, Super Nintendo game, Sega game, all those games came with books. Even even up to like PlayStation One, and in fact, even PlayStation Two, you would get a book with the game. And a lot, I think, I want to say around PlayStation 2 time, a lot of times the book was just, you know, little more than just a card with the, the album cover, the album art yeah. on, or the game art on, on the, um, on that card. But many games back in the day, the only way to relate to players, what they needed to do in these games was to have an instruction manual. And nowadays, while we could benefit from such, from such information, we don't get that. And so a lot of stuff is just kind of like left up to trial and error for you. Yeah. I mean, like thing, things like what I saw on that, like I can't, I think it was a Jack Frags YouTube video where it was, if you can, if you stand in the middle of a conquest, ca- like flag or capture point, it, it captures faster than if you on the outskirts of it. 
And so yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so I think if like say you might be able to kind of like echolocate a person who's on there, like if it's just you and one person, and you're standing there and he's capturing a quick, and it's still like going to the enemy. That means I think that would mean then that the enemy is closer to the middle, and you you don't need to search along the outskirts then. I don't know for sure if that's how it would work, but I suspect that that is. Um, the thing I like about it is just like how versatile it is, how like different it can be. You and I could be in the same game doing two different things and be like, it's like we're in different games. And other times when we were working together, it's just like the, the level of cooperation that has to go in is just fun and exciting. Yeah, and I think that based on the chemistry that you and I have with these kinds of games, like we approach the uh like a battlefield map like very uh like there's just a very standard way that we go about pushing these things yeah. like claiming an objective or trying to capture a flag like you know to go from east i know to come from west we are like our play styles are pretty complementary um it's not like you know you're you like to play like really up close and personal and i'm like all the way sniping i think when you and i snipe it's because we're doing like very specific challenges specific challenges um, there was one challenge for, uh, like a weekly assignment or a daily assignment. It was like, get a 50 meter headshot, uh, with, uh, with a bolt action rifle or whatever it was. And then I played, I was like, oh, okay, you know, it's my turn to do this. And then I, uh, I spawned in after a death with that. And in one shot, I got it. I got like a 110 meter yeah. headshot. I was like, all right, I guess I'm done. So I just charged him with a pistol. <laughs> um, I still got a few kills after that, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm um, I'm happy that we got this game over uh Black Ops. I haven't heard a lot of good things about Black Ops to be honest with you. Really? Uh, outside of Blackout, which I've heard has gotten better as uh like the patches have have come through. Yeah. Um, I do know that the uh the online. Because they also came up with like a battle roy battle pass type of thing, okay. um, but I heard that the battle pass for Fortnite is actually a lot like a really nice. Um, I mean, you and I have experienced it, and uh, I know that. The, have you gotten a new battle pass? I did get it, but I haven't played anything yet. Still, gotcha. Um, the the battle pass version that they have, like, it makes you grind a lot harder, and the rewards you get are just considered less special yeah. than uh than what you can get in uh, in Fortnite. That sounds so. kind of dumb then. Right. I think that isn't that kind of like the um I want to say the PUBG battle pass. I think I think I heard that that one was kind of weak too. It might be as well. Yeah. So That's interesting though. I haven't heard anything about Black Ops. Like I I honestly haven't looked I haven't really watched much gameplay of it or heard anything about it since it came out. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, I stopped watching a lot of it, and like uh, the only person that I do watch, Hutch, Hutch. hasn't done uh, anything uh, on YouTube for a while. Oh, really? So uh, I just, yeah, like I'm not on Twitch as often anymore. Uh, I haven't watched one of his uh, YouTube videos in a while. So, so yeah. Yeah, the only person I watch on Twitch is that is that dude who plays Mario. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, somebody was giving away, I think Steam was giving away, uh, Company of Heroes 2, like, uh, one of those, oh, like, yeah. really intense RTS games, so I got yeah. it. Did you really? Yeah, I mean, I just, I just signed I, on, and I, and I, and I got it. Uh, it's I, on my Mac. I can't remember if I got it. 
I saw that they were giving away. I don't remember if I did it. Um, what could be fun, and I know it's like not really our cup of tea, cup of tea. Sorry, but like, uh, watching uh, Mighty Jingles play. Uh, it's like part of the War Thunder series. Um, so like you know, uh, World of Tanks, uh, uh World of Warplanes, and then World yeah, of Ships yeah. or World of Warships. I think I like the World of Warships version better. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I played World of Tanks for about a weekend, and then I realized I was totally out of my depth because it's one of those games that's like super unforgiving. Like, it's not like in Battlefield where you run in and like, all right, so I'm not good at driving tanks in, in Battlefield so far. You know this, but uh, in World of World of Tanks. They just make it so that, like, if you're out of position just a little bit and a tank gets you, like, you could be a one-hit kill. I see. Um, which is exciting. Yeah, it's exciting because you're playing, like, I think, like, 10v10 or something or 8v8. Yeah. And so there, there is a level of excitement where everyone, like, you just have to you just have to trust. It's like last Titan standing, right? Uh, right. In Titanfall. You just got to trust that people know what they're doing. And it helps when you know a good amount of people on the team so you can coordinate in a, in a particular way. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, those things are free to play, and so I've been wanting to get those for a while, but there's just no time. Like I, I'm, I'm struggling really to, to, to play anything, and the reason why I was able to play a little bit was only because uh, I wasn't feeling well, so I was working from home, and also uh, Carolyn was out this past week on a business trip, so I had a little bit more time than normal. Yeah. But uh, but to think that I'm going to have that much time in general is is not uh, realistic. I see. Yeah. I still haven't made it out of chapter two of uh, of Red Dead, you know. And there's five chapters, and, and people keep yeah. saying like, once you get to a certain point, it's uh, you're not gonna want to stop playing. We'll see. We'll see about that then. Yeah, I still have to get it. Um, I think it's definitely worth getting. I hope you get it. Yeah, I, 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 I think I will. Um. I got a Best Buy coupon for $5 off because Lainey was able to use that coupon to get um, Battlefield 1 for me. That's That was one of the Christmas gifts. And so I have a $5 off and then, a, you know, the, the 20% off with the Gamers Club. So I can get it, I can get it for probably like $30 by the time when, I, when I get back. Yeah, I think it'll be worth it. And I don't think that game is going to be going on sale anytime soon. So that just might be the best price I can get. Yeah, for, for a while. Yeah. Um. I will say that the Red Dead Online is not something you need to rush into at all. So I think it would, it would probably make more sense to like just play the single player, get into it a little bit. Uh, the first few hours are no joke, like uh, very much on rails. Um, so I wouldn't feel like you know you gotta. Don't feel like you're like uh, not being able, like you're not able to do more than you think you can. Yeah. Uh, if you feel like there's something that's like locked behind a hidden door, just play a, uh, a story mission, and then you'll, sooner, I've I've been finding out more often than not that like you play a uh, you play a story mission, and then all of a sudden you're able to do what you want to do. Yeah. So. Um. So now that you're about to, I want to go back to you. Uh, you're about to start your your sort of your first week there. Yep. Um. What is the plan for the week? So more or less just regular work right here. Um, I I already spent a little bit of time yesterday doing some work, but for the rest of this week, I'm really trying to get. Um, so I, I 
a little before we left, I put together like a plan for what I need to do to test my program. So one of the things that I need to do is compare my program to other programs that already exist. Um, while I'm trying to currently like fine tune mine and still do a little bit of testing on it, um, it, there's nothing holding me back from running those other, those other programs with those same data sets. So I think that's what I'm going to try to do this week, pull together all the data sets, download the programs, make sure I'm running them correctly, and then just let them loose. So that way I have a set of results to compare to when I finish mine. Um, then we were thinking about going to Ireland tomorrow, but the price for this, the, uh, or really the tickets that we wanted sold out. Um, so we're actually going to do that. We booked the tickets ready for next Wednesday. So the 19th, we're going to be doing that. But for the most part this week, it's mostly just working. Um, I will be helping Lena with, uh, cause she's playing a baby shower for her cousin. So I'll be doing, I'll be helping her out a little bit for that because she brought like a tons of tons of stuff <laughs> that from, from home that she bought, she, that she bought before we left. Um, to, you know, decorate the room and, and all that stuff. So we'll be doing that too. But otherwise, I don't think we can do anything more different than what we're doing at home. Okay. All right. How's the, uh, how's the weather out there? Warmer than he, than at home. I was about to say warmer than here. Uh, warmer than at home. It's about, uh, it's about 40-some. Yeah, 40, 40 uh, so it's not like crazy warmer, but it's like 40-something today. And at home, I think it was much closer to 30. Um, and there's been a bit of sun in, in the morning, but it's definitely drizzled a little bit both days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you gone to that, uh, what was it? Perry Perry? Um, oh, um, what's Nando's. that place called? Nando's. Yeah. We haven't there. We, we walked by yesterday. Actually, we've, we ate there the last time we came here. Well, well I'm sure we'll pop in there soon. It's good. We, yeah, it is. We got fish and chips yesterday. How was um, it? It was really good. Are you uh are you vinegar or are you uh I'm no vinegar. Just okay. Salt. Just salt? Yeah, Lana Lana does the vinegar though. Okay. What's the other thing besides vinegar that you can get? Is it it's um, not ketchup, it's the uh brown sauce. The brown sauce. I don't think I was offered the brown sauce. I gotta no. try it. In Edinburgh, when I oh uh, in Scotland there's like a way they do it where like and I might be totally butchering this, so I apologize, but one half of the country likes brown sauce. The other half of the country swears by vinegar. And it's like one of those, like, uh, like those, uh, those food clashes, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, it's almost like deep dish, thin crust, deep dish, thin crust. Um, speaking of which, we went to, uh, we celebrated Earl's 30th birthday last night. Oh, happy uh, yeah. And we went to this place called, uh, Emily, uh, which is known for their Detroit style pizza. So it's like square pan pizzas. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it was fantastic. Uh, so I'm definitely, I like pan pizzas. Um, but I definitely like the, uh, you know, those, uh, thin, not, not sort of like the, the Italian, like thinner crust, you know, those slightly doughy pizza with, uh, the big air bubbles and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of that kind of pizza. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you just want to cut this one short? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I figured it's, time. uh, it's 10 o'clock my time now, right? Yeah, yeah. You're five hours ahead. Figure I'd give you your day back or your night back. Sounds good. All right. You'll be watching more football tonight. I am. Uh, I also have to, like, finish up some meal prep, and, uh, Carolyn's out running some errands right now. We still got to do some laundry. So it's just, uh, finishing up some errands tonight. 
Okay, cool. Sounds yeah. good. All right. All right. Well, I'm Russell. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you guys next week. Thank <laughs> you.